0: to the representing rural podcast I am Candace Williams, and on today's episode, we will we will have three of RCA's Youth Network members give their perspective of how COVID has changed education for them um, and how it's delivered, how they receive it. This will be part one. We will have a follow up later on in the year, maybe towards the end of the year, to kind of do a check in with them and have more of a conversation around how this first semester, everything that happened and, and how it happened uh, has how it. That affected them and their extracurriculars and everything that they do so um three again three youth network members and they just gave very brief perspectives on education now for them we have today we have ashton um she's from one of our central chapters of rca hi ashton hi um so what grade are you in
1: ashton I'm a senior this year. Your senior, wow!
0: I bet you couldn't have <laughs> couldn't have imagined that this would have been your senior year, huh?
1: Uh, no, I definitely did not. Um, I don't think anybody saw it coming. No, we didn't. <laughs> None of us saw this coming, especially <laughs> lasting
0: this long. So.
1: Oh my goodness! Yes, I remember we were all trying to hold out for like us to have a normal senior year, and yeah. it just it just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, it just didn't happen.
1: So how has COVID changed your classroom
0: experience?
1: So um my school is offering virtual and blended. And so one thing that I've noticed is half, maybe like even two thirds of the school population isn't even on campus anymore. Wow. And so it's less crowded. So that's kind of a plus, but also Um, A lot of our extracurriculars and stuff like that, um, we all are restricted or we can't do. And it's definitely, like, diminished the, like, high school experience, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, learning-wise, we have Chromebooks when we previously did work on Google Classroom, stuff like that, but then we also did paper, so it was kind of a joint thing. But now... Everything is solely online. I don't think I've had to do a piece of paper once this year. Wow. And it's definitely a weird transition to make.
0: Yeah, so so everything is online, no paper. So how long do you spend, uh, like, on a typical day in front of your computer?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, like, the entire class day, to be honest. Wow. Unless the teacher is up presenting, yeah. Wow. So I'd probably say, like, seven hours.
0: So by that time, you're totally drained, uh, you know, with electronics, right? You don't have any energy for anything else electronic-wise.
1: Yes, ma'am. I know
0: your eyes are tired, too, so I I just, I can't even imagine. (laughs) So how has the current learning environment impacted your ability to listen and learn and interact and
1: um, retain
0: information that your teachers, you know, provide?
1: It's a little odd. Um, Instead of the teacher being more personal with each student, she also has to worry about her virtual students on top of her students in the classroom. And so it's a little different. It's not as um, one-on-one as it used to Mm -hmm. be. It's not as connected. And it feels like you're not retaining information anymore. It's more like you're self-taught and... um, yeah like you're just more self-taught you don't feel like you're retaining anything you're more or less just submitting your work and just trying to meet the deadlines so do you have an opportunity at all to
0: socially interact with your with your peers I guess while you um are attending class um or virtually or whatever do you have any opportunity to to interact with your peers
1: yes yes we do um We're still allowed to sit next to each other at lunch. Um, We're still allowed to, like, not sit as close as we used to, but still allowed to sit at desks with our peers and our friends. Um, You know, besides the masks, like, we're able to, like, speak and joke and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, And it's not like the teachers aren't trying to help teach. It's just a little less connected as it used to be. And we're still able to do some extracurriculars, like, I'm in theater and we're still trying to do a production. But instead of doing it for an audience, we're doing it for a video. Oh. So people can just view the video instead of coming to see us personally.
0: Anything else that, that you would like to add or um, would you want to talk about anything else regarding how this school year has shaped up and how it has affected you and your peers?
1: Um, like, it's just... Of course, it's different. Everybody can see that it's different and it's affecting people the same. But I know last year when the pandemic hit, um, the senior class of 2020, where they were saying, yes, it sucks. We're having our senior year taken away. But for us, it's our whole senior year is being restricted. Right. Everything is put on hold. Um, you know, this is the year that we try to let ourselves relax a little bit and cut loose and just have a little bit more fun like while it's our last mm-hmm. year. And, you know, we can't necessarily do the things that we were hoping to do for our last year of school with our friends.
0: Right. Wow. Well, Ashton, thank you for for spending some time with us today and, and letting us know exactly how this how COVID, how education during the pandemic has this experience thus far has been for you. Um, So I look forward to you, uh, to one day meeting you in person, hopefully, and uh, being able to interact.
1: (laughs) Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank
0: you. So so now we have Amari, and she is the Youth Network member from the Southeast region. You're a virtual student, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so how has COVID changed your usual classroom experience?
2: In the classroom, it's more of a one-on-one, a hands-on lesson with the teacher and the students. But now since the um, COVID-19 situation has happened, it, it's changed drastically from the way that I learn because I'm more of a hands-on learner. So it's easier for me to learn in the classroom than it is online through a computer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. So um, how has this experience impacted your ability to listen, learn and interact with your teachers?
2: It's harder to concentrate with the teachers because I have other classes and I have a whole bunch of work piled on top with that work. So I'm constantly trying to do that work while I'm trying to pay attention to the teacher that's teaching. Okay.
0: So, um, with all of these guidelines for how schools are supposed to operate and communities, how has this affected your social structure, like extracurricular sports band? How has this affected that?
2: It's really the same. It, it's not really a change there. It's, it's okay. still the same.
0: Okay. And what, and what extracurricular activities are you involved in?
2: I cheer and I play basketball.
0: Okay. So nothing has really changed other than, you know, the 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 health guidelines around like social distancing as much as you can and you have to wear your mask why, why are you out there
2: it depends because when i'm at cheer practice we wear our um masks in the room and we have mm-hmm. to stay six feet apart and in basketball practice we have to wear it when we're off the court but when we're on we have to take it off
0: okay so um If you could wave a magic wand, would there be anything that you would do to improve um, like your your classroom situation and how um, everything is 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 being delivered to you? Other than other than waving a magic wand and getting rid of COVID altogether, (laughs) is there anything (laughs) that you would that you would do to improve like how, you know, you're being taught now?
2: I like them to change um how much work they give us and mm-hmm. the amount of time they give us to turn in assignments because we only have forty five minutes in a class and then most of the work is due in on that day and all the other work we have to do also plus our online classes that we take
0: so it's it's not enough time to no. to do everything wow um so. A lot has changed, as we know from how pre-COVID, how life was. But is there anything that has changed that you would like to keep for the long term?
2: No, I like (laughs) things before this all happened.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Amari, thank you so much for giving us your time. And I look forward to to talking to you again and hopefully in person when all of this is over. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Now we have Gabriel Grandin. He's one of our Youth Network members in the North Central region. Hi, Gabriel. Hi. So um, I just want to ask you other questions that, I, that I've asked your peers about um, education during the pandemic. Are you ready? Yep. All right. So how has COVID-19 changed your classroom experience?
3: Well, we're not using paper anymore, which is kind of annoying, but okay. other than that, it's just all that hasn't really changed it, except for okay. just turning everything in online.
0: Mostly everything is online or or everything is online. Yep, and you're in person, correct? Yep, okay. So, how has the current learning environment impacted your ability to listen, learn, and, and interact with your teachers?
3: Well, it's harder to turn things in with the teachers, and it's harder to ask questions when you have them. hmm But okay. in-class learning hasn't changed very much.
0: But you all, you're spaced out and, and things like that, and you have to wear your mask all day long?
3: Yeah, except when you're outside.
0: Yeah, Okay. So, um, has the current health guidelines for your school impacted your social structure at school, like extracurricular sports and just general interaction with your peers?
3: Oh, uh, yes. Uh, we had to quit. I'm on the cross country team at Valley, and we had to stop practicing for a while because me and four other kids got sick. With the oh. COVID, but we're all fine now and we're back to practice.
0: Okay, so so you had to go into quarantine and everything. Yep. Okay, all right. And you apparently you made it out all right. Yep. Okay, so um, so if you could just, I guess, wave a one, would there be anything other than getting rid of COVID? <laughs> would there be anything that that you would do to improve? um like your classroom experience
3: i would give more paper the okay everything's online and you have to switch in between tabs and Mm things if i want something on paper i have to print it off myself and it's not Mm -hmm. it's just harder for me to do things i enjoy things on paper more
0: i understand um so are are there any changes that you would like to see us keep after after COVID is over as far as like how schools are doing things now? Uh, is there anything that, that you feel would is a benefit to us now that we've had to change and doing? No. <laughs> so you're just ready for it to all end, huh? Yep. Well, thank you Gabriel for your time and um we look forward to to further engaging you in the youth network as we, you know, switch around and and um make things uh, still available to you all, especially the entrepreneurship piece that that comes up next month. All
3: right. All right. Thanks thank you. For me.
0: Thank you. It's now time for RCA's Rural Arkansas Power Moves. But before I um, talk about or deliver the power moves for the upcoming week, I really, really, I must shout out Eudora Elementary School in Eudora, Arkansas. Last week, they were recognized as a National Blue Ribbon School uh, by the U.S. Department of Education. That is a huge accomplishment. Uh, Mrs. Kathy Nash, the parents, um, our parent mentor program down there, the students, they've all been working very hard. And it's just amazing to see that they've been recognized for all of that work uh, around closing the achievement gap. So um, if you have time, go go to their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Eudora Elementary School. And Eudora is spelled E-U-D-O-R-A. And go like their page and just tell them congratulations and tell them that we're all proud of them and uh, for representing rural Arkansas in such an outstanding way. Congratulations. Uh, So here are the rural Arkansas power moves for this week. So the first is voter registration. Monday, October the 5th is the last day if you have not registered to vote, um, if you want to participate in the upcoming, uh, the general election. So early voting begins on October the 19th um and um if you can't hand deliver your uh registration to your uh, county clerk by Monday make sure that it's postmarked uh by October the 5th um if it's not then you won't be able to participate in the um the upcoming election so and if you are currently registered please make sure you go on Arkansas's uh, voter view website and check your registration because you you know you just never know um what may have happened or what the system has so just make sure you go in there make sure all your information your address is correct and everything um so you're fully prepared and ready to vote uh when the time comes so our second rural arkansas power move for this week and um i want to say i apologize because i believe last week i said it was my last time talking about it but uh if you all you know been watching the news you saw that um um it is it had um It's been caught up in courts and things like that. So the census, the 2020 census, um, the deadline was um, September the the 30th. But this week, the Census Bureau announced that October the 5th would be the new deadline for, um, I guess, self-response and field operations. So you still have until Monday if you have not, or if you know someone who has not. My 2020census.gov gets the job done in 10 minutes. And that's all i'll say this week about it and um i think last i checked arkansas we're at 99.9 uh, percent households enumerated so you know we're, we're at the finish line y'all for real and the last um rural arkansas power move for today would be around our um, internet connectivity so if you reside in our Ar- rural arkansas specifically please go to broadband.arkansas.gov And click the link that says um, "Test, test my internet speed. Click that link. After that, it'll take you to another page. And it'll say start. And it literally tests. Your Internet speed, it lets you know your upload, download speeds, all the stuff that we need to know, especially now with, you know, a lot of children receiving their homework and their classwork via online is ever more important that we have reliable uh, Internet connection. So the state is really they have put uh, a lot of money toward um, helping us. And that's something that's, that's great and awesome, but they need to know where we need the help. And this is where that broadband at Arkansas.gov website comes in uh, handy because it pinpoints where that service is needed. So if you all just in your meantime between time, please do that. Uh, until next time, you all take care.